Hey, what is going on guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here to bring the four-game CSGO main slate on Monday. Uh, before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, my name is DK. I make daily videos breaking down NBA, NFL, PGA, and esports, daily fantasy sports slates, esports, including Call of Duty, League of Legends, and this one, Counter-Strike CSGO. Uh, so, also just want to say thank you guys for all support. We're at 3.39 thousand subscribers on YouTube. If you guys enjoy this content, uh, if you leave a like button, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit that notification bell if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts. We'd appreciate if you leave a five-star rating and review. Um, also, I just want to say sorry for not uploading a video for, for Sunday Slate. Uh, just did not have the time, uh, unfortunately, but back out of here from Monday Slate. So, um, yeah, let's jump into the video. Uh, before we end up players and the prices, we can look at the odds for these four games. Um, so let's go over to gg.bet uh, since they're not on Bovada yet. Uh, first game here, Vitality and uh, Heroic. We have Vitality minus 250 favorites. We have OG and North, uh, OG minus 238 favorites. NIP and Fnatic, this one's basically a pick 'em. Fnatic slight favorites and minus 119. And then Big God sent uh, Big, the biggest favorites of the day, at minus 435. So um, let's start. Oh, they have the times wrong in here, I believe. Yeah, the OG game's the first game. They have that at noon, actually. Um, so let's talk about the first game here, OG and North. Um, OG's been an interesting team uh, this last month. They have been absolutely terrible for a while, and now they're on a pretty hot streak. They've won the last five games. Uh, they beat some good teams, right? They beat Big, a really good team. Uh, they beat Heretics as well, Contact. So this OG team, again, they've been very inconsistent, but they're starting to click right now. So let's take a look at their prices here. Um, we have Mantu at 8.4. I think that looks pretty decent. Valde at 7.6. And then Issa at 6K. Those are three guys I'm looking to. Um, the other two are probably stayaways. Now, the reason why I'm interested in Issa, uh, he's at 6K. They're favorites here. Pretty decent numbers for, for a guy that cheap, right? 0.64 kills round, 0.64 dust round. If you look at the other guys right above him, right? 0.59 and 0.66, and then MBK 0.66 and 0.7. So Issa does have slightly better numbers than those guys, and he's cheaper. So that's why I'm for Issa uh, as a cheap option on this slate. I think he looks pretty decent. Now, with Mantu and Valde, I think both look, look pretty good. Again, this OG team has been really hot uh, recently. Uh, Mantu 0.73 kills on 0.5 dust round, a uh, 5.9 dust round, and he uses the AWP. He can. Uh, he's a guy that has the most upside on this team. Definitely, he can really put the team on his back. Uh, and uh, sitting at a pre pretty reasonable price there at 8.4. So I think he looks pretty good. Again, I think Valde at 7. Point, what was he? 7.6, right? 7.6 is still in play as well. Uh, sitting at a respectable number here 0.69 kills round, 0.62 dust round. That looks pretty decent for, for them being favorites, right? Uh, price under 8K. So I think those are the, the three guys that are the most interested on the OG side. I think all three look, look pretty good. Um, let's talk about North now. Um, so North is a team that, that kind of reminds me of um, Vitality a little bit, right? You have AZ that, that carries the squad. Now he's at 9.4K. Now he had a really good game, uh, what was it, against uh, Movistar Riders. We went 76 and 55, 96 fancy points. Again, he has that potential upside to get you 80, 90, maybe even 100 if he's playing really well. Now, uh, if you look at his numbers uh, for the last three months, they're not great, but that's kind of because North has been struggling as a team recently. So I have interest in AZ, but I think he's the only one I would consider on this team. I just don't have a whole lot of confidence in this team right now besides AZ as like a one-off. 
So to be honest, I think everyone else is stay away. Like MSL, there's no way I'm paying 8K for him. Cajun B at 7K is a stay away. You know, Gade at 4.8, I think you could make an argument for just because the price point, right? He's not great numbers, but he's under 5K. So I think that's the only guy I really consider, but still would not feel great about it. It's just more of a price point thing. So all in all, this North team, I think it's really easy for me. And at a price at 9.4, it makes him just a contrarian option on the slate. Now let's talk about Vitality and Heroic. So uh, we got Vitality minus 250 favorites here. I think you got to have Anderson Zywu. I think he's priced about right now at 10K. Right? We've seen slates where he's been at 9K in the mid-8K range. At, at 10K, seems priced about right. But I still think, again, he's the best player on this slate. He has the potential to, to have, you know, obviously enormous upside. So you can definitely fade Zaiwu, right? You're going to have to sacrifice a little bit to get him in there. Uh, but he's just a scary fade because you know he's going to be popular. And we know if he plays well, you're already basically dead. Um, but yeah, I, I think, you know, Zaiwu is, again, you're going to have to sacrifice a little bit. But he just has the potential to really break the slate. Um, he's been playing great Counter-Strike, uh, obviously, recently, if you guys have been following it. Um, great numbers, too. 0.83 kills from 0.60 desk round. Right, he has those, the ability to make those big plays, the 1v2s, 1v3s, and 1v4 clutches. So, um, you got to have interest in Zywu. This is the price point thing now. I think he's priced about right. Um, the, with everyone else in the team, Shox, Apex, RP, RPK, and Masuta. Um, I think the next two guys that have the most interested in are Shox and RPK. Now, Shox has had some big games here recently. He's had games where he's put this team on his back. Now, DraftKings, for some reason, doesn't update some of their scores, but he's had some games where he's been in the 80s, 90s, and fancy points. So he has that ability. At 7K price point, I do have interest. Doesn't have, like, great numbers, right? But uh, he's slightly positive here, 0.66 and 0.63. Another guy that's been playing pretty well here is RPK. Um, just about even now as far as KD. Um, he is the second cheapest on the team. So those are three guys I, I like uh, for Vitality here. It's definitely Zywu, the top play. But, again, you have to pay a premium for him. I think Shox and RPK are interesting if you want to go a two-man two Vitality stack, I should say. Next, let's talk about the Heroic side. So... I know they're underdogs here, but the prices look pretty good in these guys. So I think, you know, if you wanted to play a Zywu and maybe use someone on the heroic side, I think that's a viable strategy because Zywu is really uh, expensive, and you're getting these heroic guys a really nice discount. It's a two, top two guys here, Stavin and Nico, that, that definitely uh, piqued my interest here. Stavin at seven k, Nico at six point two. Again, that's really cheap. I know they're underdogs, but those prices look really good, especially on a guy like Stabin, right? He's been really playing well. 0.76 kills per round, 0.62 deaths per round. Almost a 1.2 rating 2.0. That's really, really good for a guy at a 7K price point. And Nico as well has had games where he's looked pretty good. A 0.72 kills per round, 0.64 deaths per round. For their respective prices, again, I think you can definitely make the argument for using like players on both sides of this game, right? If you want to pay up for Zaibu and go someone cheap, I think you could go stabbing a Nico, right? As long as Heroic doesn't get too owed, there is a good chance one of those top two guys crushes their salary, right? Uh, as long as Heroic doesn't get killed I, and it's a close game, I, I think those top two guys, one of those top two guys will absolutely crush their salary. So I do have mentioned both those guys, even though they're underdogs. Uh, the rest of this roster, I think, are still viable. Uh, Kadian sitting at 0.66, kills from 0.61, dash round. He's at 6K. I mean, I would just prefer getting, paying $200 more for Nico. 
uh, Borup, uh, standing again, slightly positive, and then uh, Tessis as well, uh, 0.71 kills round, 0.65 deaths round. Again, I think you can make an argument for any of those guys. I think the, I guess my third favorite player would probably be Tessis first price of 5.4k. But all in all, the prices on this team, again, look pretty good. So I think you can use these guys as one-offs if you don't want to go a full heroic stack. Um, next, let's talk about the game that is, uh, this one's kind of tricky to, to break down because it's basically a pick em, right? We have NIP, Fnatic, two pretty even teams. Uh, if you look at the um, the recent play, both, you know, pretty similar, right? NIP has won uh, three of the last five, Fnatic four of the last five. Um, again, both teams, I, I think, are, are pretty evenly matched. I'd say so as well. So let's take a look at the prices here. On the NIP side, um, we have uh, Plopsky at 7.4 and Knock at 7.2k. Again, the prices in those guys look pretty good. Now, you have Twist at 6.8 and Res at 6.6. Um, if there's a little bit more of a price gap there, then I think I would you know start to consider Twist and Res over Plopsky and Knock. But when they're so close in price, I don't know if I'm going to get to either of those guys over the top two. It's always those top two guys normally with Plopsky and Knock, unless there's a decent price gap between, like, you know, um, them and Twist. Now, again, Twist has looked good at the op. He's got okay numbers, right? Even KD over the last three months. Rez, basically the same. Hampus is a value play. Hasn't been great, but he's 4.6K, so it's, a, it's really cheap, right? If you go in that Stars and Scrubs uh, build, right, and you got your own Zywood, maybe a couple other Stars, you're going to have to play at least one of those really cheap guys. So then I could see, you know, making an argument for a guy like Hampus. Uh, but really, what you want there is a 2 0 sweep. Other than that, it's hard to, to really recommend those guys with confidence. So, yeah, it's definitely going to be Plopsy and Knock for me on the NIP side as my top two plays. So let's talk about the Fnatic side next. Um, so, we have Brolon at 8.8, Crims at 7.6, and Flush at 7.2K. So, when all three of those guys are priced about the same, I'm always going to go Brolon as my favorite. But now you're getting you know to the point where, what, $1,200 difference there with him and Crims, 16 with him and Flusha. So, Bolin is still my favorite play, not considering price, but looking at the prices, uh, I think I'm going to prefer a guy like Crims and maybe a guy like Flusha to Brolon. Uh, Crims sitting at 0.69 kills per round, 0.65 deaths per round, Flusha at 0.68 and 0.67. Then again, Brolon definitely has the best, but you're going to pay premium for him, 0.76 and 0.67. So I think if you can get Brolon in there, right, if you have the salary, get him in. If not, I think Crims would probably be the next guy I would look to. Him and Flusha are both viable. Uh, but I think I prefer Crims to Flusha. Golden at 5.2 actually has had some decent games recently. Um, you know, again, he's kind of the same boat as Hampus. I think you only consider him if you think Fnatic wins 2-0. Other than that, it's probably going to be a stay away. Uh, JW at 6.6 seems priced about right. He uses the AWP. He's had decent games as well. Um, so I think he, he's viable, right, but not my favorite play. Um, probably would just rather get a little bit more to Flusha or Crims, but... It's a close call with those three guys that are in the mid-range. And lastly, let's talk about Godsent and Big. Let's first talk about the Godsent side. So we haven't seen this Godsent side in the main slate in DraftKings in a little bit. Um, this was you know, a relatively new roster with Farley coming on. Um, so we have Farley at the top at 8.2K. He has the ability to break the slate, right? If Godsent is playing well and they're winning, you know, Farley has that upside to put. 80, 90, 100 fancy points when he's playing really well, right? 117, he has that type of upside. He uses the op. He's a very, very good player. You could argue right now he's one of the better Counter-Strike players in the world. 
So I have Anderson and Farley. Um, again, I know they're the biggest underdogs of the slate. It's a tougher matchup. I, I think for that reason alone, he's going to go very low owned. But I kind of like him in GPPs because just for that fact, right, he has the potential to, to break the slate, and you know he's going to be low owned. Uh, Crystal's complete stay away from me, even at that price. Psycho Zen and Madden at, you know, all in this mid-6K range. I think are okay, right? They're not my favorite plays. They're the biggest underdogs. You know, again, you can really... In GPPs, you could go a godsend stack, right? That's going to be a very, very contrarian build since basically everyone is probably going to have some exposure to big. So if that's how you want to get different on the slate, I'm okay with it. But again, the guy I obviously have the most confidence in is Farga at the top. And you can use him as a one-off as long as you think this game stays close, right? So if you want to use some of the chalky big guys and maybe run it back with a Farlick, I think that's a viable strategy, right? I brought that up with, with Zaiwu and maybe running it back with some on the heroic side because of the cheap price points. Finally, let's talk about Big. So Big is a team that I can't seem to get right. It's kind of like the MIBR Fira game. I will never get it right. Um... Yeah, they're just a team. I continued to stack phase against them, thinking things would change, right? It's not changed. Uh, then the one slate I played the big guys, they lost to OG 2-1. I'm just like, come on. And they come back and win 2-0. Again, obviously, yeah, I played phase against them, thinking things would change. It didn't. Um, so this is a team I can't seem to get right. I know they're going to be very, very popular. For the reason, besides that loss against OG, they have been absolutely on fire. Um, they've been very, very chalky the last three last few slates are the biggest favorites on this one so a guy like Xantrez at 7.4k is going to be the ultimate chalk I don't know why DraftKings does not move his price he has been you know arguably the best player on this big team the last week or two he has great numbers for a guy that cheap for them being huge favorites at 7.4k he is going to be the most popular player in the slate I think even more popular than the guy like Zywoo. um so yeah Xantrez uh is you know your cash game he's probably the best cash game play on the slate at 7.4k love him Great numbers for a guy that is that big of favorites and that cheap, right? 0.77 kills from 0.60 desk round. Searson is at uh, 8.6K. That's a little bit more expensive, but again, he's been playing really well with that off. 0.76 kills from 0.57 desk round. And then Tabson is well sitting at 0.75 and 0.64. So those top three guys all look really good. I think I'd rank up just for their prices, Xantrez, Tabson, Searson, but you could, you know, make a I think a, a popular build for tomorrow is probably going to be a two-man big stack. So we're probably going to see Xantrez paired with one of those top two guys. Um, and then as far as the cheap guys, Tizen and Keto, I think they're still in play just because how well Big has been playing. And if you look at their numbers the last few months, they're both positive too, right? Tizen, 0.62, kills on 0.59, dash round Keto, positive 2, 0.65 and 0.64. So at a 6.4 and 5.6K price uh, points, I think both those guys are in play. I think this big roster in general all look really good for, for their prices. Um, definitely Xantrez being my favorite, but I think you can make an argument for anyone. This is definitely the team I feel the best about. Uh, but when I say that, they're probably going to come out and lose 2-0 to, to Godsense. Um, but yeah, this is a team, again, for cash games, I think you're going to want some exposure. They're going to be probably the most popular team on tomorrow's slate. Um, all right, so let's now talk about the slate uh, for cash games and who I would consider for captain, right? So if I'm playing a cash game setting, right, so if you knew, if you guys are new to um, DFS, cash, cash games are just 50-50s, double-ups. You don't care about ownership at all. You just want to play the optimal plays. So ownership does not matter at all. Uh, for that reason, it, it's probably going to be um, guys who consider in, in the cash game uh, for captains would probably be Zaibu and then those big guys. Probably Xantra, Xantra's and Zywood would probably be the two top 
plays, in my opinion, on the slate. So, I, again, it would be a pretty short list for cash games. I think I would maybe only consider those two. I think you can make an argument for Tabson and Searson as well. But um, those are the guys that look the best to me. Now, uh, for GPPs, again, I think, you know, interesting strategy, which not a lot of people like doing, are playing players on both sides of a game. So something you could consider is, you know, maybe play Zaiwu with one of those cheap heroic guys, right? Because the price points of those top two guys look really good. Or maybe you want to play the chalk big. Maybe you just want to play one guy and run it back with Farley, right? Farley's going to be super low-owned, but he has the ability to break the slate at that price. Again, I like him a lot for GPPs because no one's going to play him. Um, on the OG side, right, a guy like Issa looks pretty good for value. Uh, Mantu as well has, you know, the ability to, to play really well. Um, on the north side, it's probably just easy for me. Um, Vitality, again, it's, it's Zaiwu definitely, but then Shocks and RPK have been in good form recently. Um, the NIP Fanatic game, this is a game where it's tough. It could go either way. So I think if you get this game right, you're going to be in really good shape. Uh, it's probably the top two guys there at NIP for me on the Fanatic side. For his price, probably my favorite play would be Crims, but again, Flusher, JW, even Brolon, if you want to pay a little bit more, are all viable. And then Godson, again, it's Farleg, uh, I think makes for an interesting one-off um, for, for you know, a GPP build. And then obviously the big side looks great, right? Xantrez is going to be the most popular play, in my opinion, tomorrow. But Taps and Searson, you can even make our again, for Tizen or Quito if you need value. They've been playing really, really well as a team. And if you get that 2-0 sweep, right, that's always great. So, um... Yeah, I think that's going to do it for today's video, guys. So if you haven't enjoyed the content so far, I'd really appreciate it. If you like this video, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit that notification bell. Um, again, doing those things really helps me out to continue to grow this channel. Um, but, yeah, thanks again for everyone coming to check out the video. Hope you guys all have a good night. Hope you had a good weekend. Um, and I will see you all in the next video.